He advised them on their marital difficulties, gambling and drug addictions, infidelities, lack of libido and eating disorders. On this latter topic, he'd written several books, Maylene pointed out to her. His office was in a daylight basement room in his villa, with a view of the garden and some spruce trees in a copse along Throng the Setha Way. Does she still come to you for mentoring? Liss asked after sitting down in the soft leather chair. Did you know that? He seemed surprised. Melin doesn't usually reveal whom she's going to for mentoring, does she? She tells me lots of things. She trusts me. I didn't mean it like that. Dahlstrom reassured her. She hadn't taken it that way either, but she had an idea that Melin had talked to him about her. And now she sat there with an uncomfortable feeling that he knew what was going on in her head. He poured coffee from a thermos, tasted it, made a face, offered to brew a fresh pot. She said no. There was a girl of about her own age sitting in the waiting room. I won't take up much of your time. I know you're busy. I'm glad you want to talk to me, he said. Liz had always felt a need to be on the alert when she was with her sister's colleagues. When she was younger and Maylene introduced her to her fellow students, she had had the idea that psychologists could see through people and that the slightest thing she said or did or even thought might give her away. In time, her belief in such magical powers faded and instead she had to guard against her own irritation, control that urge to provoke that all therapists aroused in her. Twice she had started in treatment and both times terminated after a few sessions. She had sworn never again to see a psychologist, and definitely not a psychiatrist. Dahlstrom was a psychiatrist. I'm having trouble functioning normally, he added. At the moment it's hard to think of anything apart from Maylene. It sounded as though he meant it. He began asking how things were at home in Lurenskog, and she had no problem talking about her mother's reaction or about Targa's well-meaning but hopeless attempts to comfort her. But Dahlstrom also wanted to know how she was coping. What's your opinion on that TV show Maylene was supposed to be on? She interrupted. He ran a finger over the depression in the bridge of his nose. It was crooked and looked to have been broken. Sitting in the Vermeer restaurant in Amsterdam, he had joked about how he used to box when he was younger. I mentor Melin on the treatment of patients, he answered. Anything else she does is none of my business. But if she had asked, I would have advised against having anything to do with Berger and what he's up to. So you don't like him either, Liss pressed. Dahlstrom appeared to be thinking this over. Any bully with a minimum of talent who is sufficiently ruthless is doomed to succeed, he said. There's no harm in laughing at ourselves, is there? On the contrary, Liss, it's good for us. But for those of us who work with the victims of cynicism, the world looks a little different. He put one leg over the other and leaned back. There is nothing we aren't prepared to joke about, 
No matter what you say about sex or death or God, you won't be breaking any taboos. Not as long as you do it ironically. Seriousness is the only taboo of our age. Taboo has migrated from content to form. Liz said suddenly, Malin found out something about him, something Berger's supposed to have done. She was going to expose it on TV that evening. She was due to meet him directly before the show to give him a chance to cancel the broadcast. How do you know this? William, her partner. But I don't know if I can trust him, she was on the point of adding. Dahlstrom sat up straight. Have the police been informed of this? William has tried to tell them, but they don't seem interested. At least according to him. They have to work through a great many possibilities.